Hey everyone, welcome to my show, my so-called fabulous. I'm Tiffany. Welcome everyone. It is so great to talk to you. And actually today I am solo. It's just by myself here in the studio. So I just wanted to catch up. Um, a lot of times, the majority of the times I have guests and during the shutdown and COVID, obviously we couldn't have guests in the studio. So I was talking about everything in the world that we could actually talk about. And you know, my mission for starting podcast, social media, influencing, writing the blog and everything. My purpose was, I guess, a mission, I guess, if you will, is using my experience and my knowledge, hopefully to help others, male and female, but mostly female because of I'm a female, obviously, but how I can help and just spread the word. And I had many people coming to me asking for advice. It could be which pots and pans to use, um, which uh, lingerie to purchase, which um, laundry soap, you name it, how to cook something, and then relationships. And I've told you all, I have had success, but I have had failures. And I know the physicians and the counselors that have been on this show that have told me, stop saying failures, but y'all... They just were, you know, I mean, that's and that's the way that I can rally myself and tell you all, I learn more from my failures than I have my success. How many times if you've listened to me for a long time, way over 100 episodes now, this has been my mantra, learn from my failures. And you know what? Relish and celebrate your success. Oh, my gosh. Right. So let's catch up. It's spring of 2022. And oh, my goodness, I think. I, I'm going to say I think because it looks like it when I was watching the world news last night when they didn't mention COVID, not one time. And I know we have um, some uncertainty and going on over in Europe, but it was so refreshing to really not focus the entire news show on COVID, which brings me to... You all know, because I was very, very transparent when I was in Mexico during the holidays... I had COVID again, y'all, again, the second time. So the first time, November 2020 is when I actually, uh, first time we had it. And it was bad, but it was not horrible. I had the flu and it was much, much worse. Much worse. Um, but we traveled to Cabo, our happy place, and um, we were going to attend New Year's Eve party. And Las Ventanas does such a fabulous job, safety, security, everything, making sure everyone, all of the people that are working there, the people that are visiting there, the residents are safe. So we tested for a party we were going to on New Year's Eve. It was myself, my husband, my daughter, and two friends. So I tested, tested negative felt fine, went to the party, and y'all, it was seriously like a veil came over me. It's like I knew. I was staring off, and my husband looked in my eyes, and he goes, you okay? And I'm like, no, I know I've got it. I got it again. He's like, no, you don't. And Greg's a big hype guy. Babe, you're just not, you're just tired. You're just tired from the holidays. And uh, that's my fabulous husband. But um, we got back to the room and I was sick. Next morning, morning woke up. And this is kind of funny because uh, we called the on-site physician that th they have there at Las Ventanas. So we called. And you know what his first question was me <laughs> for me? He said, did you drink last night? And I went, yeah. He goes, you're probably just hungover. Um, no, this isn't hungover. Feeling like I have swallowed uh, Waterford Crystal in my throat. That's not, that how, that's not the deal. So sure enough, um, 
they tested me because I, y'all, I was super, super sick um, and panicking because we're in Mexico, our happy place. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking all of, all of the things, can I get home? So on and so forth. So they tested and we decided to do the extended test. And in Mexico, the extended test takes about three to four hours. And let me tell you, I was on my phone constantly um, trying to check for updates. And we got it. And I had talked myself out of having it for sure, of course. And it was positive. So immediately... I have to give high praise to uh, Cabo because and Las Ventanas because they took incredible care of me. We had to test my family and friends and get them out as quick as po- quickly as possible because when they say quarantine over there, that's exactly what they mean. I was isolated and I had to be there for 10 days total once I was tested. So yes, 10 days, got my family out the next day. And uh, they were all negative. I mean, y'all, I'm sleeping with my husband. I'm around everyone. And I just can't believe it. But got them home safely. Thank goodness. And um, that that country, I, I just, I think there's a lack of health care. There's a lack of medication. They did everything they could for me with the help of my doctors in Fort Worth, of course. But they were fabulous. They checked on me daily. I did not leave the room. I could not leave the room. Um, and I was checked on daily by a physician and we documented and documented and documented my fever when the symptoms, uh, became less severe to nothing. Um, I've never been as sick as, as I was during that time in my entire life. I have had back surgery and been down. Okay, that's a different, that's different people, I'm just saying. But um, it was just, it, it was, and you know, you're you're lonely and people are like, oh my gosh, look at your view. And it was freezing in Texas. And I'm like, y'all, but I'm just lonely. And I was so worried about my family and getting home. So on the 10th day, I did travel home. And it was, you know, it was just a process because, um, you know, you have have all this documentation for 10 days. And I sat in Cubstones. It was very difficult to come back because, again, I was when, with it, with at the 10-day mark. So everyone was scared. But it's amazing. And that was in January, mid-January. And, y'all, I look at it now. Here we are a couple of months later in spring. And it's just, it's refreshing because I feel like we've made the curve. And I'm proud of how we've done this. But everyone stay strong and stay healthy. So that is my story from my second round with COVID. And I hope I don't have it again. So I also want to talk to you about women empowerment, because during the month of March, we really did celebrate women and empowering women. Um, The guest on my show specifically on International Women's Day was Chic of All Ages. I had those fabulous women from Dallas, all four on the show. And you talk about powerful women, confident women, um, with confident people in their life. They're all influencers. Their focus is fashion. Um, I am so blessed to know them because in this industry, it's very difficult to not do what I do and have feelings of insecurity and not being empowered at all. Uh, It's a lot of self-talk. And I know people out there, I I hear from you daily about the same thing of lack of confidence, lack of support. And that's what we must do as women and men. I'm not leaving the men out, but 
especially women, especially during this time when we come so far. You know, I was talking, we just had elections in um, Texas, and I was speaking with a woman that didn't vote. She said, I just don't vote. I'm going to say the women that have struggled, fought, cried, to for our right to vote first of all vote and if you're not voting you cannot bitch about who wins okay i know you think you're one vote but everyone needs to do their part to do everything they can to support their rights and i'm i'm serious about that and sorry i went on a tangent there but anyway you know it brings me to those four women that were in the stu- studio with me i haven't known them very long two of them i just two or three of them i just met personally recently but again the empowerment that and the support they lend to me when I don't always have the support even from some friends in this industry um, is incredible because I think they've been there and if you walk the walk before um, you get it you get me Um, it was just it, it, it just really was in I can the only word I can say is empowering once upon a time, when I was a young girl, I remember Kennedy coming home from uh, kindergarten, <laughs> and she was so cute. She came home the very first day of kindergarten, and she said to me, crying, Mommy, I'm not popular. She couldn't even say the word popular. And I know what she was going through. I know, I know at such a young age how she felt. Girls embrace each other, embrace each other, um, love each other. You may not support everything, you know, mentally that we all do, but embrace each other. Let people into your tribe. Good grief. But that was a young age and the friends. And I remember telling you, oh, you're going to have friends. You're going to have so many friends. You're great. You're this, you're that building up your daughter, building up your son. And through the years, you know, we made so many friends and Kennedy actually has two of her best friends that they've been friends since fourth or fifth grade. I mean, forever. Shout out to Sophie and shout out to Maddie um, that y'all have been thick as thieves and they are in different parts of Texas. But um, watch these girls go through the years of struggle. And I think about myself in high school. I was I, I think I was a nerd. I'm pretty sure I was a nerd. Gosh, yeah. But I, 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 did, I don't know. Maybe I would. I kind of had a unibrow at one time. But anyway, um, I think um, I wasn't popular. I didn't party. My dad said, "You cannot go. <laughs> you can't go to Corsicana because everything bad happens there." And sorry, Corsicana. But um, my parents just really, really parented me very well and very strict. Um, but the friends that I have in my life. You know, I say this and I, my voice is cracking a little bit, but the friends in my life, it's an interesting process because I had friends through Kennedy bringing her up and as a young adult with her and then being friends with that group and then moving on. She was she was in cheer, competitive cheer from sixth grade to her senior year. And we were thick as thieves, this group of 14 parents. Um, just you're with that group for so many years. You get together almost every Friday night in the fall. And then you have this group of friends that some empower you, some don't. 
but that's okay. You know what I mean? Some people have other crap going on in their life. They really can't support each other. But so I have this group of friends and I just remember often my feelings getting hurt. I mean, like they didn't invite me to this or they didn't do this or they didn't do that. And it hurt me. But, you know, that was many, many years ago. Not to say today it doesn't happen as well. But my daughter goes to college and I think when your daughter, your son, I don't know about son because I don't have a son, but when your daughter, she turned 21, we became really best girlfriends. I mean, really close. We've always been oddly close, but really, really close girlfriends. Um, I always tell my friends that like, you know, you all of a sudden, you just, your daughter doesn't look like, you look at you like you're a dumbass anymore. You, she looks at you with hope and, and admiration and the that I was possibly right in a few, a few occasions, of course, but, um, you know, that's, that's your friends. And then when you are an empty nester, you get to choose your friends, exactly who you want to hang out with, who you want to be with. Um, and maybe you're still in the, in a professional role, maybe not, but it's really neat because you get to select the people that bring you up that empower you. You know, if Greg and I lost everything, I know the exact people that would come to us and say, hey, is there anything we can do to help? I know the exact people that would run the opposite direction as well. And I know you all have that in your life. You have the people that uplift you and just give you joy and give you the biggest I mean, just virtual hug or a, a real hug. And you have that. And I was talking with a friend of mine actually this morning about the same thing. Um, he was describing his relationship with my husband. Um, he's like, and there, there's a huge age gap. It's just how much they build each other up. And I just love that. And that's not just women. I mean, that's two men of various, a lot, a, a varying degree of age there. And you know, I give advice often because I've learned and I've learned the hard way. And I know you all have. I just had a recently a friend of mine well, actually was with a cheer group with with Kennedy's group that she, she comes on occasion and uh, to Fort Worth and her parents are aging. So she stays with us. I feel like the Hotel Blackman and I love it. I just love it. But we get to talk about where we were in the time of junior high when we had junior high children through high school the struggle of getting him in college and what we were all feeling and who knows what marriage issues we were possibly having or our issues with the other kids. But I'm telling you this because y'all, you don't know what's going on in another person's life. You can, if you're that person and that friend, do you care enough to know what's going on in everyone's life or your dear friends? Do you care? you care to know. But you know, I kind of looking today, I read memes and I see memes and I, there's funny ones and there's some that just kind of sit, you know, sit, you sit back and go, hmm, let me think through that. Because the checker, the lady that checks you out or the gentleman that checks you out at the grocery store that's very angry and bitter and throwing your groceries around, have you thought about what's going on in their life and what a smile might do? Can you take this time right now the next person you see, even if it is your husband <laughs> or your children, can you smile and see if you can make them smile? I know sometimes it's uncomfortable and the freaking mask hasn't helped, but 
you know, we're getting past that, like I said in the beginning. But have you thought about that? Have you thought about empowering? Maybe a smile can certainly empower someone. Heather with Chic of Every Age that was here a few weeks ago, Heather talked about dressing and what you wear that makes you feel comfortable. And I told her that day, you know, I wasn't feeling real confident what I was wearing that morning because it was a little out of my comfort zone. And she said, don't wear it because you're not going to be confident. So you know what? Smile at someone. Be confident. Be confident in your own skin. And perhaps it'll do a little bit for you as well. But then you're making someone else's day, right? You know, um, recently, I, how do I say this? Had the opportunity to go out with several influential women um, that are not in my industry, but um, when I first moved to Fort Worth, I would have really wanted to be a part of that friend group. And let me tell you, um, I was blessed to be asked, but let me tell you something. Time and what you're doing in your life, in your career, in your family will be the trajectory for people in your life. Okay, I say that because I sat at dinner and thought, I don't belong here. I don't belong here. I don't belong here. Um, values aren't in line. I say this is hard to say. Values are not in line. And my trajectory in my life has changed. I just want to help people. Not that everyone, the particular group, that was not what they were. But it wasn't the conversation I wanted to do it, to have about changing the world, changing acceptance, empowering people of every color and race. And that's what I wanted to do. And, you know, it took a lot of growth. And my husband and my daughter and my friend said to me, it's the best thing you could do. You've changed. Look how much you've changed. Just in probably four years, y'all. Again, I say this to those of you about to go through sorority recruitment. You're going to land where you're supposed to land. I know, I know you want to be X, Y, Z, whatever it is. I know when you don't get that job, it's not where you're supposed to be. When that person breaks up with you or leaves you, they did you a freaking favor. You know what I'm saying? I hope all of these words that you can embrace, not judge. These are just things I want to talk to you about because I'm going back to my original way of thinking here. Why did I start this in the first place? Because I wanted to make a difference and I wanted to shine my light. Sometimes it's a dull light on you, but hopefully you gain wisdom you gain courage, you gain power, and you are empowered. And guess what? You empower someone else. So everyone, thank you so much for listening to me today. Please go rate and review. Are you following me at Tiffany C. Blackman? Please do. And everyone, you know, I didn't know. I'm starting to learn more and more into this career at three years. Please go uh, subscribe to my newsletter please at Tiffany C. Blackman and everyone let me know what you like to hear because you told me to talk about this today and here I am and what I want you to do is keep being fabulous.